the relationship between athletes and cannabis has long been decried for its perceived negative association. Thankfully, that misconception is being reshaped as athletes are now experiencing a certain form of liberation, one which has inspired them to move from the shadows and serve as advocates for the medicine that they deem so vital. These stories are worthy of greater attention and will serve to help augment the discourse around medicinal cannabis. The cannabis culture and sport deserves to be celebrated, not maligned. And these conversations will move us in that direction. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis with your host, Bill Bronner. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis. This is your host, Bill Bronner. I'm thrilled to have Ruben Drones, uh, a storied running back who had a, an extremely prolific uh, body of work in the NFL with various teams, um, and most notably his Super Bowl victory in 2008 with the New York Giants, which in my estimation was arguably one of the most exciting games in recent memory. Ruben, uh, welcome to the show, and uh, again, delighted to, uh, to have you as a participant. Thanks for having me, Bill. really appreciate um, being on here. Um, really excited to talk. <laughs> Great, as am I. Well, it's, it's, uh, this, is, this is, I'm sure, profoundly obvious to you, but it doesn't seem like it was that long ago when you know professional athletes when they dabbled with cannabis it quickly equated to negativity whether that uh, you know took the form of suspensions derailed careers and of course the stigmatization that um you know for a young athlete can kind of yeah, stain your reputation um you know in a in a way that kind of endured thankfully uh with the kind of meteoric rise on and popularity surrounding cannabis um, the research that's being done, the regulations that are yet still in their infancy, slowly being formed, and just uh, the broader acceptance nationwide, it seems those trends are now on the decline, which is great for the you know uh, professional sports arena. Um, I want to get to your particular journey into the NFL. Uh, I, it's, it's always beset with challenges in terms of how one makes that journey and all the obstacles are in one's path. If you could highlight, um, you know, somewhat briefly how you developed into the, the player that you ultimately became, and, and what that path was like. Um, you know, I um, I was born in Chicago, kind of. Um, I was born in Chicago, lived there for a few years, and then uh, went out to Southern California, where um, where I, um, I I was introduced to football, and um, I, I kind of fell in love with it when I started watching a little bit of my hometown team, which is was the Chicago Bears and Walter Payton, and I kind of wanted to somewhat emulate him and his type of running and and, and the style that he he had. You know, uh, obviously I wasn't that type of back. He was way better than me. <laughs> so, but um, well, it, it, in your defense, Ruben, he was better than pretty much. Uh, he's in that hierarchy of greatness of which there's only yeah. a handful. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he he's the one who uh, inspired, and he, I'm sure he's he's continuing to inspire a lot of running backs to go out and play football, and um, I know he was one of the guys that actually inspired me. Um, so I went on to, um, you know, um, play at the universe. I mean, I play at Anaheim, in Anaheim. Um, I, we settled down in Anaheim, and I started playing ball there and played a little pop water ball where – I, um, they moved me over to running back after playing some D line, um, <laughs> um, and kind of started falling in love with the, the the position where you know my first time at running back, um, 
out in the game. I, I ran it for it was a 95 yard touchdown. I mean, it got called back, but you know, it was it was. I thought I, I still thought it was a great run, and 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 it really excited me um, about the position. That's terrific. And you you went to college at Oregon, correct? And you played a couple of years there. I went to the University of Oregon where I played. Uh, I, I started off at the junior college level, obviously, for two years in Merced Junior College. Um, there, I became. Um, I um. I, um, I broke the rushing record my sophomore year, I believe, uh, or all-purpose record my sophomore year um, for a single season. Um, and then I went on to the University of Oregon where I played another two years and uh, played played with some pretty good players, some Keeley Smiths, a couple first-rounders, Joey Harrington and stuff. I can't help but think that your uh, the, the, the type of kind of physical ailments that uh, a professional athlete learns to kind of cope with and ultimately kind of self-medicate for, and we'll get to that in a second. A lot of those issues I'm sure started cropping up uh, in your youth and I'm sure did nothing more than magnify as you became a professional athlete and you're going through, um, you know, just the, the rigors of what that daily routine is and what the expectations are and the suffocating amount of, of pressure that um that that comes with you know being a star athlete yeah yeah you know the um you know the thing about it is like it, when you when, when you were doing i was doing it with my youth man it was more for recreational and not knowing you know the the factors of the or the factors that it was actually helping me out throughout the time and you know probably um you know helping with my inflammation and, and things of that nature um i i think that um you know the longer the the, um, the older i got the more knowledgeable I got about marijuana and actually what's it, what it's doing for me as um, it relates to pain and, 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 um, and, and um, head trauma and stuff like that. Um, it, it, you, you tend to want to uh, and, and understand and, and try to figure out the reason why it's taken so long for, you know, people to realize this. Mm-hmm. Um, as a pro athlete, when were you, and I, I suspect, you know, much like any young person, you probably, dabbled with with marijuana in your youth on a kind of a recreational basis but from what i understand you developed uh, a dependency based on the medicinal value that it possesses during your pro career when did that begin and um i i can't imagine how difficult it was to sustain that uh, it, given it was, the, the given you know the the, the testing and yeah. how, how severe yeah. that was and the pressure over the front office and of course the stigma that surrounded <laughs> cannabis at the time we were in a completely different world but you know 10 15 years ago obviously um you know you were you were kind of living in the shadows so to speak yeah yeah and it's really sad to say that 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 that, that was the case but um yeah you know we were hiding it and, 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 and guys are continuing to still hide it to this day where it's still illegal in the, in the nfl in the national football league where you know guys you know the great thing about when I was playing, they tested it for. They tested it one time, and you knew when the test was coming. It was between the the the, the stages where your, your test was going to be, whether it was going to be the first day of, of of off season training until the end of training camp. Those were your that's the those that's the those were the months that you had to stop because you knew that you were going to get tested during that throughout that time. Which is good too, in the same in the same circumstance, because throughout that time, that's when you're getting in shape anyway, and you 
you kind of want to, you know, <laughs> you kind of want to have your lungs through those training days. True, true. But I, I can imagine that it's, you know, for players who are currently playing and both, you know, historically as well, there's a great amount of tension that's yeah. surrounded their uh, dependency. And, it's hard uh, on some guys. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm hard sure. on some guys. It, I mean, it's even even the guys that are, are, are able to compress their, their, their symptoms for, you know, a, a three-month period or four-month period, um, it's still hard on those guys. You know, those guys want to – you know, kind of get away from football and, 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 you know, go get, go sit in their backyard and smoke a joint or something like that. But they know they can't do it because, you know, they have to feed their families and, and, and it's their job. So you have to be able to, you know, during, throughout your time, you, you know, I mean, until they say that marijuana is um, legal and we're not going to even bother testing for it. You know, I understand these guys have to hide it because, you know, it's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And, and, and knowing how, you know, just absurd but obviously you know the, the the need to conceal for such a long time and that obviously still exists that uh, kind of level of secrecy um do you think that things are uh, cannabis use is more rampant now than it was uh during your heyday or is it at a, a kind of the, the, the same level of of utilization no, I, I think it is more rampant. Now, I mean, you know, that's why guys are advocating and guys you have, you know, guys quitting the NFL because they're not able to smoke and not able to live their lives. They they go out there and they spend like three or four years and they make their money and they're out of there, you know. You know, guys guys want to be able to smoke a joint and not have to worry about, you know, use their own form of um, inflammatories, use their own form, form, form of um, um, methods of pain. You know, I, I think guys want to, be able to, you know, go out there and not have to be told what they, you know, can't really do, you know, uh, especially when it consists of smoking marijuana. You know, they don't want to go out into the training room and like, hey, give me a bottle of those Percocets. Those look great for me, you know, or, you know, um, you know, it just, you know, guys, the thing about it is it's more, there's more activists towards the situation. Guys are willing to speak up a little bit more about it than they were during my heyday. Yeah, well, that, that that bodes well for the future. And, and speaking of which, I know that you've been a, a fairly pretty strident voice in helping to um, you know promote its usage and uh, you know help to kind of normalize uh, the broader conversation within the NFL community. Um, could you uh, explain a little bit about um, what's being done with the CareOn that uh, the Change.org? Um, change.org um, uh, 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 petition that you helped to, to spearhead I guess a couple yeah. of months ago and, and and what you hope to you know kind of achieve through that you know I, I think that what we do we, we want to we just want to open everybody's eyes that this is I don't you know this is not dangerous it's not hurting anybody and it's it's not you know causing any harm to necessarily anybody you know um, obviously you know, there's there's ways that you can cause harm to yourself, but you know what what this do, does is I think it's traditionally is going to help the athlete. You know, it's going to help the athlete. Um, you know, to relax more, to you know, this, <laughs> to be able to control what they want to put in their bodies. I think that's that's the main thing. All right, Ruben, we're going to take a brief commercial break, and we're going to return and pick right up where we left off here momentarily. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. 
cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and, and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to episode two of Winning with Cannabis. This is your host, Bill Bronner. And again, I'm joined by Super Bowl winner and um, uh, storied running back, Ruben Drones. So I want to get back to um, a, a segment that we were talking about earlier regarding the NFL and its current stance on, on cannabis. I know there's been a lot of rhetoric floating around in, in recent months um, as you know this particular issue has kind of surged the top of the kind of priority list for both NFL teams, player associations, um, ownership, and the league itself. And there, there seems to be a willingness to undertake, you know, certain scientific studies and accept meaningful input from, from the players community in terms of how decision-making is going to be uh, applied to kind of govern future cannabis use within the game. Do you have a fair amount of faith in that process or do you think it's a, you know, um, I, I actually have 100, I have 100% faith in that process. I think that, you know, um, within part of this new CBA deal um, that's going to be uh, occurring in the next year or so um, it's going to be asked. That's one of the, going to be one of the um, items on the list. I think those are one of those between those medical and everything else. Uh, marijuana is one of the top, items on the list and you know the the nflpa either wants to do away with the marijuana testing or or just in total just um not you know if they get caught just don't don't say don't tell you know it's just one of those things just just we don't we don't care we're not testing for it we're not we're not we're not blinking an eye at it i I think that uh, this process is going great the studies are going great they're 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 able to understand a lot more about what marijuana is actually doing to players and if it's causing them any type of harm or anything. Um, you know, one of the great things about it is, 
what I feel like, you know, the once, you know, unfortunately, this is how it had to happen where, uh, you know, the retired players are, are the ones who have the voice and or have to speak up for the current players because they're not able to say anything because they're not able to, you know, mess their bottom dollar up. And that's where we have, as a retired player, a bigger voice than we think we have, we don't have, you know. And I, I think that, you know, more guys, the more and more retired players and guys that are retiring from the NFL and speaking out more on it. I mean, you had, um, what's, what's next? Kyle Long, I think, just came out about it and talked about how he been smoking marijuana his whole career. Yeah, it's interesting that the, the proverbial door to the cannabis closet has been flung open and folks have a fair amount of freedom now that they're unattached to the NFL and they don't have to basically comply with a certain level of standard conduct and they have a lot of freedom yeah. and that's great. I, and I think it's more of the public's point of view. You know, I think it, you know, we're afraid as an NFL, you don't want to make, mess up your bottom dollar. So they're afraid of what the public view of marijuana would have been, you know, where now it's a more open door. You know, the public's view of marijuana is they don't care <laughs> whether you smoke it or not. It's not harming anybody, you know? Uh, so I think the public, the public had a big stance in, 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 in where this, this, this door was cl- so close set, so tight where um, the NFL wouldn't even think about breathing on it. So I think the public and, you know, uh, you know, you know, obviously states like California and the states like Colorado opening the door for marijuana and, and recreational use um, has opened the door to other cities doing it. And, and that's now kind of, you know, obviously you can't, you can't turn a blind eye to that. You're, you're able to see something, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know your your thoughts on a lot of people have envisioned CBD it's kind of a gateway into sports and in the NFL in particular um, you know it's kind of the the, the the idea of kind of incremental progress do you think CBD will probably be the first to be you know warmly received by the NFL and then from there move into kind of you know broader application of, 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 of THC based cannabis I, I think it's the next step. I think that CBD, um, you know, um, it's widely respected, um, not only in, in the sports, it, it's starting to spread out in the sports uh, market as well as um, just the world market. I think the CBD, you know, obviously that's one of the things that you, uh, you know, until until it's federal legal with marijuana, uh, you know, you, you're not going to be able to, as far as the NFL, they're just not going to be able to, they just won't test for it. You know, they, that's where their thinking is. But CBD, on the other hand, where it's federally legal, um, I, I think that they'll tend to, you know, um, de- decipher that a little bit better and, and, and be more willing to allow that into their locker rooms. I have, I have two quick questions about two individual ventures that I know you're, you're deeply involved with. Um, and before we get into the GoFire application, which I think is phenomenal, by the way, I've yet to actually put it into practice, but... Um, it seems really sophisticated and super useful yeah. uh, for, for the everyday consumer. Um, I know you recently launched a dispensary in Denver with a, a couple of your contemporaries. Is that right? Well, yeah, we, 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 I didn't actually launch it myself. I'm not owner or anything like that. Um, we just, I have some friends that um, own dispensaries and we do what I do, whatever I can to help them out. Uh, terrific. Uh, well, getting into to, to GoFire, uh, please tell me how your participation with 
uh, what that came about and, and what your involvement is with it. And I met a good friend of mine from um, that, you know, from Go Fire. Um, and she who introduced me and her name is Bethany Simics. Um, she, she introduced me to, you know, um, you know, some of the guys over there and, and then I just fell in love with the system. They, 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 they brought me in, they tested me, they, they had me test the product. And, and um, I thought it was just one of the brightest ideas and that you can, you know, create and, and it, you know, it, it helps test your goals and, and what, what levels that you really need. I mean, it just, what, what it does for you is amazing. And I think it would be beneficial for, um, you know, um, NFL players as well. You know, I, I think if they're able to get something like this in their hands, um, you know, they can being able to test and see what they're putting in their bodies is, is obviously amazing. And I'm sure that's what the NFL wants. So I, I thought it was a great idea and I think it's continuing to be in, in, in the more growth that it has um, um, the go fire tool is going to be one of the best things out there. Okay. Can you drive that point a little bit uh, further for us? Ruben and, and explain okay. how, how the testing is actually carried out and, and, and what's being measured. I imagine it's dosage. Can you just go yeah. a little bit more specifically into that? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're able to, it's able to me measure your dosage, um, you know, uh, test different products and, and kind of put the levels of what you're putting into your system um, and what it takes to, for you to get, you know, to the level that you need to be and control that and, and where you're able to control those levels. Um, and, and know exactly what you need to put in your system, you know. That, and I, you know, it's amazing. Um, it's an amazing tool. I don't, I don't know all the uh, intricate details of it, you know, because I'm not involved in the everyday um, uh, um, uh, production of it. But you know, what I do know, it, it has helped me out, and I thought I think it's, it's a great system. Excellent. Pleased to hear it. We're going to take a brief commercial break, and then we're going to resume here um, the same thought process here uh, momentarily. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The, the Green, Green Peak, Peak with Richard Zwicky. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. 
Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Winning with Cannabis. This is Bill Bronner, and again, I'm joined by... Um, former NFL player Ruben Drones. Ruben, thanks again um, for joining us. Uh, let's continue down uh, a conversation regarding uh, GoFire. I know you cover a lot of ground there in terms of um, the applicability, its effectiveness, and uh, its, its kind of broader usage. Are you, as an athlete, are you starting to um, work, and I guess just, I should say, kind of overlap with other um, athletes that are just within the greater um, sports realm, you know, whether it be yeah. NBA players, baseball, yeah. what have you, and yeah. you know, inform them of this new tool and and understand kind of why it's relevant. Yeah, no, I, I was able to introduce them to um, uh, a numerous amount of athletes as far as with um, the Denver Broncos are concerned and local athletes. If you know, we continue to you know they continue to grow and a lot of guys continue to test the product and, and really enjoy it um you know it, it's you know especially with the retired community these guys want to be able to know what's the new you know what's going to help them if, if if this is going to help them or not they want to be able to know and and, and being able to put um, the go fire team in front of um, some of these athletes has really helped out and, and it has it but they've been able to explain more into more into into more into intricate detail um, with these athletes and, and and let them know what the tool is actually doing for them and how it can help them. Uh, I want to shift gears and get back to an earlier part of our conversation because I think it, it merits some additional attention. We're talking about your uh, prior experience in the NFL ranks, and I'm sure you incurred a significant amount of injuries. Are pretty much unavoidable when playing a sport that violent. Uh, were op- opioids, from what I gather, were and probably still currently are being doled out uh, in a fairly aggressive way to help mitigate the symptoms. Is that is that still the case? You think? I'm sure that was the case in your career, and I would like to think that things have changed ever so slightly, given that um, it's now a scourge that has impacted our country in ways that uh, were pretty much inconceivable. But is it still a, a significant problem, the um, kind of widespread use of, of opioids in the NFL? It, it is. I mean, you know, I, I know guys that, you know, that's been the biggest issue where, you know, we're able to get these opioids through the, you know, through the NFL in, in an easy capacity and, and where guys are retiring on opioids, you know, they're opioid addicted, you know, and um, it's bad. You know, it's not it's not the easiest thing. And obviously, you know, uh, there's guys out there that are, are having problems right now. You know, former teammates of mine that are having problems with opioids and stuff. Yeah, I'm curious. In your playing career, did you ever approach the medical staff and encourage them to seek out kind of alternative methods of treatment? No, um, you know, and that's, and that's the thing about it. The knowledge wasn't there. I, you yeah. know, you know, the, the knowledge during my playing career, the knowledge really wasn't there, you know, where we didn't know what marijuana does for you or we don't know. We didn't know what CBDs were doing for you. You know, it was something that was really hidden. 
you know, it wasn't something that we research or were able to research or anything like that. So it's safe to assume that these potentially, I shouldn't use the word potentially, but these addictive painkillers are still very, very pervasive in, in the NFL and opiates are still being doled out like candy. Or do you I think, think they? Yeah, I would. I would say yes, and I would say obviously it's more in, in the prescription form. But I think um, even even then, you know, any type of prescription of opioids, there's some there's some sense of worry of you know an addiction. You know, it, it takes one. You know, that's all it would take was one opioid pill to to get somebody addicted and love the the feeling of it. Yeah, unfortunately, the evidence on that is all too clear apart our, across our nation. Um, well, uh, sh shifting gears for one more moment, I, I want to talk to you, I guess, professionally about what your ambitions are in the cannabis industry. I know that you have this great affiliation with GoFire, as well as a couple of dispensaries in and around Denver. But what's your, uh, what are your goals going forward? What do you, what are you hoping to, to be I mean, involved I, I, in? And I, I won't, I won't stop advocating for it until it's in the NFL. You know, when, once it once it crosses that sports market, and I'm talking about legalizing marijuana, um, allowing these players to choose CBDs or marijuana for a form of um, pain reduction or inflammatory reduction, whatever it is that they seek it for, allow them to do so because it's not harming anybody. These opioids that are putting in anybody's that you're putting that you're allowing to be put in these guys' bodies, that's what's harming these guys. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, I, I greatly appreciate your participation today, Ruben. It's terrific, and I, I commend you wholeheartedly for everything that you're doing in terms of uh, promoting, you know, smart reforms in the NFL and, and working, you know, uh, quite vigorously to, you know, kind of flip the tables on how business as usual has, has been conducted um, seemingly forever in the NFL. It's, it's time for change. Um, I think, you know, the scientific evidence, while it, it's not necessarily as robust as it needs to be, it's growing. Uh, um, there's a, a certain level of, <clears throat> how should I say, normalization, I think, surrounding just the, the cannabis discussion uh, nationally and uh, I'd like to think that within the next couple of years, we'll see some, um, you know, fairly significant transformation within the NFL and, um, you know, for the betterment of, of the athletes. Couldn't agree more. Thanks, Bill. I really appreciate the call. Thanks, Ruben. Enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.